That was that was something. That was smooth right there. Okay, <laughs> okay. No, sir. Wow, we did it finally. First episode. Welcome to another episode of Embracing with Yahweh. Um, and I am the host, Nate, the Latter Day Saint. I Nate am the Great Latter Day Saint. Nate, the Great Latter Day Saint. <laughs> I didn't actually see that there, but okay, okay. Um, I am here with three people today, Cole, Pedro, and Logan. Uh, Cole and I are both members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Some people like to call us Mormons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Some people. Some people. I was about We're to make not, a... Not names. I was about to say that some people also call us a cult. Yeah, for some reason, we'll we'll, we'll dress that future episode. Uh, Pedro, uh, he is a Pentecostal. Um, under his name right there, you see it's uh, four square. Logan, uh, is a Catholic. Um, yeah, we we also have a great reputation. (laughs) (laughs) So the purpose really of the show is um, everybody, uh, you know, it's just really to cover about uh, all different religions, talk about some of the things that uh, really of what we believe, but also to talk about some of the things that, you know, might be a, a difference between one different religion to another. Uh, however, today we're just going to go out <coughs> start off with our own story. Um so, uh, pretty recently, uh, the three of us, um, well, actually, four, three of us, uh, well, found out that Cole recently has just got baptized as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. So, we're so I'm actually going to go ahead and give this to you first. Uh, so tell me a little bit about your story, uh, about what was the reason, why did you decide that you wanted to do this? Honestly, whenever I first was looking for a church in Fort Worth, I decided that whenever I knew Nate, I decided to contact him and ask him, should I go to church in the Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? And that's what started to get me going to church again. Also, with that, me meeting the missionaries at my work that I actually talked to, and they were actually really good people, and I'm glad that they're the ones who have been teaching me and have been guiding me throughout the Spirit, and also by praying, reading the Gospel, reading the Book of Mormon, and realizing that faith is true to me, at least, and as much as it is to Nate. And I believe, I'm pretty much am a believer in Jesus Christ and the Lord (sighs) <sighs> Sorry about that. I'm a little bit nervous. I've never no done worries. a test morning before. <laughs> That's totally understandable. <laughs> it's understandable. Yeah, I've never done a testimony before. That's going to be an example of my testimony at the church. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, now, now, I'm going to go ahead and bring this to Logan uh, as well. He told me a little bit about what happened last night, which is actually kind of very similar to my story. So actually, on second thought, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this to Pete because you know what, why, what made you? What was your discovery story, or what was your rediscovery story? You know, what was your defining moment of what, why you believe, or what you believe? 
Logan, I thought he was talking about you. I originally was, but his is very similar to mine, but I'll, I'll address it. I'll, that's why I'm going to you, Pete. Okay, we're going to meet. All right. So I grew up in the church, and I grew up in a Baptist church throughout my life. Um, Growing up, I honestly didn't understand it because I was pushed at a young age. And um, when it was coming towards when I was getting to 16, 17, around that age, I wanted to go deeper with it. Actually, let's go back. It was like 13, 14, and I wanted to go deeper with it. But our church, the way churches nowadays, they're, they're scared to push boundaries on if they want to go farther and try to push out more. But they're scared of what people will say and people will do around them. So my Baptist church was kind of in the square that they were scared to go around. So uh, I stopped going to the Baptist church, and um, my faith started slowly declining a lot. Um, I met this family. I met this family when I started going to church and my choir director was a, was a pastor at this church and she didn't come to me directly. She'd not come to me directly and asked me to come. She just showed Jesus through how she acted and her boys she has three kids and two of them I am very close with that I even call my brother's. They showed Jesus by the way they talk, walk, and the way they act. And I wanted to be like them. I wanted to I wanted to have Jesus in my life that much that I was able to show Jesus through me. So I started going to their church, and I've been going for the last six years. And honestly, I can tell you it's changed my life. Um, I've seen things, and I've been able to do more than I've able to before. I, I call it a gift when when people come to me and ask that they need help because I, I can talk, but I have no clue what I'm saying half the time. But when it comes to when someone needs help, Jesus helps me and he understands what I need to do next. And he gives me the thoughts on what I need to do in order to help. He's also giving me the ability to read and have a voice. He's, he's moving through me to get, get the gospel out. And that's that's my story right there. It's it's amazing the way Jesus has used me, and I am so blessed. And thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for me. Yeah, yeah, I I kind of like I a hundred percent agree. Um, but you know, not everything that. Um, Okay, so in our church, um, we have obvious, you know, a lot of people know that we have missionaries that would go around going not uh, door to door. Mm-hmm. And, but what I wanted to, and I'll address more about why we do that, such a thing on a future episode. But where I'm trying to get at now is you don't have to be a missionary to show the light of Christ. Um, and, you know, I guess that's kind of the main point that we're, we're going to get to, but before we get to that, uh, uh, go ahead and... Nate, can I add on to you just like real quick? Yeah, yeah, sure. Go ahead. See, I, I, I love the way you just said that because something I try to impl- implement in my life is I should be showing and acting the same way that 
Jesus shows me through you. Like you guys right now, I should be showing the exact same way the way I would do in church. And the way you, when you guys come to my house, I should be the exact same way. It it just you're supposed to show Jesus everywhere you walk. And that's what I try to implement in my life versus everything. Now, yeah, and I 100% agree with that. Now, Logan, uh, we'll go ahead to yours because I you told me a little bit when we were talking on the phone last night about your story and and your read your story is more of a rediscovery than a discovery uh, story, mm-hmm. um, kind of like mine. Uh, so I'll go ahead and I'm going to give you the floor. Yeah, I uh, see we're saving the uh, the best for second last. I, like <laughs> I don't that. think so. Um, so I, um, yeah, my story, um, you know, long and short of it, I was, uh, you know, born into being a Catholic. Um, you know, I went to church every Sunday, um, you know, and at some point um, I was introduced to another church. Um, yeah, I, I was introduced to another church. It was a non-denominational church. And I was like, wow, you know, I, I didn't know, you know, people, you know, worship different than me. Um, you know, I was kind of raised on, you know, one one set of rules. And, uh, you know, it kind of opened my eyes a little bit to, you know, different ways people worship. Um, you know, we don't ha- we don't have uh, praise teams and um you know other things that other churches have and in the catholic church we have like you know yeah we we sing songs but they're definitely different you know um and you know for a little while i ended up you know liking that and yeah um yeah the hymns yeah thank you pedro uh <laughs> that's <laughs> what i was trying to think of um yeah but so so for a little while I went to, you know, the non-denominational church. And the reason why is because I kind of, at the same time as I was being introduced to those other churches, I kind of felt disenfranchised from my own. Um, At the time, uh, you know, there was like a lot of, uh, you know, outside the church political stuff going on. And I don't like when church leaders get, political at all no matter what side but this particular instance you know i felt one way about one thing uh pope francis felt strongly about another way um you know not to mention you know pope francis also you know got rid of the ability for anyone to practice mass in latin and you know some people really like practicing mass in Latin. I'm not one of those people, but I believe in the right to, you know, say mass how you want to. Uh, so all that co- kind of culminated. I, I left the Catholic Church a little bit feeling, you know, as I said, disenfranchised. I don't know if that's the right word or not. Um, and after a while, um, I remember visiting a Catholic Church with my parents and I kind of missed it a little bit, you know, I was like, you know, yeah, the high energy, you know, praise teams are, are great. I still listen to Christian music all the time, 
you can ask Pedro, you know, me and him are always, you know, recommending songs to each other. <laughs> more more so him, he's recommending stuff to me if we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, but you know, I I, I kind of missed the uh, the Catholic Church a little bit, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna give it another chance, and you know, I've I've been back. I, you know, I still don't agree with you know everything Pope Francis says and does. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, you know, I uh, I feel like I'm back at home. You know, I just needed a, I guess I needed a little bit of a break from home. Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I like that. I like that you, uh, you felt strongly about one opinion, but then you realized when you came that you missed, uh, the, the, uh, old way of doing things, uh, how you were doing things before. Um, now for mine, mine's a little bit more, uh, it's a longer story, and I'm, I'm warning you in a little in advance. There are a couple of time jumps, um, but when I was heading into the seventh grade, just a little bit before, I was uh, my parents had a really awesome idea that we should be reading the Book of Mormon together as a family. Try to do it as uh, once a day at least. You know, weekends and that might be a little bit different, but. That was, that was our goal. The goal was, as a family, study the scriptures. And then as time goes on, um, we had a different, unique schedule. Um, we didn't know how to fit that in. Uh, let's just say that I was going into early morning seminary, which I'll talk about in another episode. And then I was having marching band right after. Um, all this led into, but let's just say that make, making a long story short, we stopped, I stopped doing the small and simple things that... I felt like was important. Um, important now, now that I realize. And in 2018, President Thomas S. Monson of our church passed away. Uh, incoming in is, an, is a new prophet. Uh, President Russell M. Nelson. He goes and makes some th changes that took me a while to see. And I'll get more into that when we get there. Um, but I, COVID happened and I stopped going because mainly because of COVID. And because I uh, had a lot of medical problems. Uh, I've been born with a medical condition that... Uh, basically means I have multiple medical conditions under that tree branch. And one of them, I have been recommended not to, uh, that I shouldn't be driving. Now, as time goes on, um, because of some things that our family didn't really see eye to eye with, with our church, um, they decided 
they didn't want to go. Um, however, uh, if fast forward to 2021, we move from Texas. I get the COVID vaccine. Uh, the first dose, second dose, and the booster. And we move from Texas all the way out here to Washington. And uh, now I'm sitting here on the bus, not on a bus stop, having this random thought about some of the something that has uh necessarily i had having this random thought about one of the things that he implemented he back in 2019 we came out with a pamphlet called to come follow me we started with the new testament and then going through the old testament as well not in that particular order, but then there's the Book of Mormon, the Doctrine and Covenants. That happened the same year that the first COVID-19 case was known. So I saw that, and so I slowly and slowly as time goes on, I ended up meeting... Uh, I ended up taking a missionary's order at a fast food restaurant one time at work. Um, and there wasn't a lot of things that happened other than reminders telling me that now that I have been vaccinated, I need to go back. But my struggle was how. How was I able, how am I able to come back with not knowing uh with not being able to drive because of my conditions um a year later it took me that long to realize that i could have just used lds tools that was on my app this entire time and called somebody from my new home ward so that was just a slap in the face, but it was a slap in the face that taught me a very valuable lesson. Um, and, you know, I didn't actually think about this when we were going and talking about these scriptures. Um, but I didn't actually think about including this, but in, in uh, oh, there's a book of Mormon scripture. First Nephi chapter three, verse seven. And, and I'm not going to read the entire thing, but I'm going to include the part that was important to me. Nephi was telling his father and said that I will go and do the things that the Lord had commanded. That I know that the Lord giveth no commandment unto the children of men, save that he shall prepare a way for that they can follow doing things that the Lord, um, like, had commanded. So what I'm trying to say is there's more than one option. You're not limited. I I personally believe that if there's a strong motion 
that you you get a strong sense, strong feeling that you should go out and do something. Um, just go out there and do it. That that's really what my experience taught me. So Jesus uh, called you, huh? Yeah. He called yeah. you from an old place to revive your life into a new place. Yeah. Pretty 100%. much, exactly. I'm like going to run to the restroom real quick. I'll be right back. It'll take me like a minute or two. But, yeah, I like that, Nate. I really do. Yep. I also like the Pete's message, 100%. That's how I felt about the Lutheran Church. And I didn't really quite understand it, so I'm glad I found it myself in the Church of Latter-day Saints. So when Logan was actually asking a lot about our how our scripture, uh, like picking a scripture from each verse, you know, I, I could have gone with First Nephi chapter three verse seven. I, I wanted went to a different one. I went with a different one. We'll we'll get to that later. I wanted to do uh Marani seven forty eight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we could have gone. With <laughs> um. I'll be right we'll, back. We'll go with. We'll, we'll go with, uh, start off with the Old Testament there. And I actually wasn't the one to pick the Old Testament scripture. Um, however, Pete, uh, I, Pete gave a list of scripture. I think he gave a couple of scriptures, if I'm not mistaken, uh, from, uh, from his, that he mentions. In our group chat, so Pete, can you go ahead and take that away and yeah, 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 give yeah. like what your your thoughts are on on some of those scriptures? Yeah, I got you. Uh, we're gonna be reading in Psalms. Okay. Not gonna lie, Logan, you gotta have to help me here. I kind of forgot it. <laughs> yeah, I put it up on the screen for you. I got you. Uh, Psalms what? Nine through twelve. Or 91, 9 through 12. 91, got it. That was 19. I got... Oh, uh, Pete, hold on. You muted yourself, bud. I hate my computer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll be reading for us Psalms 91, verse 9 through 12, and I'll be reading out of the New Living Translation. Um, <clears throat> this verse actually what brought me to come up with the name Embrace with Yahweh. Because um when we when we have Yahweh in our lives, it it's a new life, it's a new beginning. We're no longer the old selves that we we started with. We're we're born, we're born new, like a new birth. And I, I 100% pulled that from scripture. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you said, Nate, or Logan, not Logan, Cole. Like you said, when, oh, he's not even here. He's in the But like he said, when he, when he felt new, when he was, when he felt loved, that's, that's what, that's what Jesus does for us. And that's why, and Yahweh is just, he's everything to us. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and read the scripture. <clears throat> if you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will encounter you. No plague will come near your home. 
for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They'll hold you up with their hands so you don't even hurt your foot on a stone. When you when the Lord when the Lord says it right there that He'll protect you, that He's there for you a hundred percent of the way, you have to put your trust in Him. I understand that I'm guilty of it too. When I'm when I'm having trouble, when I'm stressed, I have problems, I try to deal with it on my own. And I, I'm guilty of it always. Is I forget that God's there for me and I forget He's there. And I will always forget. When I always forget that I have him. And when I'm just, I remember one day that I asked the Lord, what, why can't I get over this sin? Because it, was, it started being from a sin to an addiction. And that addiction took over my life. And I kept begging and asking. And I remember one day I was sitting with my, my youth. And I was talking to my, my mentor and he goes, well, have you talked to anybody? I go, well, the only person I talked to was God. And he and he tells me that we're we're supposed to talk to each other. Because without talking to each other, there's no spiritual movement between anything. It's there, and you're not expressing it. You're not telling people you have this sin. Without telling people, there's no way you can correct it. It's it's something that you have to do on your own. But then you don't. The only thing you have to do on your own is to tell people that you're not okay. You need help. We are not called to do this on our own. We are called in groups together. That's why when, when Jesus came down to this earth and he met Mary for the first time, and one thing he said to Mary that stuck out to me is he asked if you had any brothers, and she said no. And he said, and I quote, you will have 12 of them. Or he has siblings. He has siblings, not brothers, but siblings. And he said, you will have 12 of them. But she didn't know what he was talking about. Jesus had a group with them because he's they're not supposed to be alone. We're supposed to go out and find each other and help each other along the way. And that's why that speaks to me, and that's what embracing with Yahweh means to me. So we'll actually go ahead and uh, kind of interweave that into a general conference talk uh, that Cole and I both were listening. Uh, we watched too. I watched kind of with a group of friends. Cole watched that uh, somewhere. Uh, I watched it at home, actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Cole, well, you're friendly back. <laughs> <laughs> Cole messaged me, and he said that kind of reminds him of a general conference talk that President Nelson uh, was talking about. Um, so for those that may or may not know, uh, before general conference, uh, happened, he went and he hurt his back. Um, so he did have to stay at home din during general conference, but he did pre-record this conference talk. Uh, so Cole, go ahead and, uh, take it away from here. Um, when president Nelson was speaking, he actually talked about thinking celestial, and I wanted to see what that sort of meant to you, Nate. Yes. Uh, so for me, you know, thinking celestial is kind of a 
So thinking of Celestial, you know, we'll talk more about the plan of salvation, but we believe that after three we die, we go into one of three different kingdoms. And the highest degree of glory is the Celestial Kingdom. And we, that's, for me, it's how, how do I, what do I do to, put heavenly father first in my life whenever i come into a situation that is a hard for me and that kind of goes into a scripture that i wanted to talk about but we'll go ahead and give and in, in the new testament but we'll go ahead and give this to logan um and that was just a little bit of a background mm-hmm. um you know based off of what we mentioned so far, did you have any thoughts that you wanted to address on this? You know, to be honest with you, I, I actually, you know, I didn't really watch the general no, conference. No, no, no. Uh, I, I, I didn't that. watch it either, sir. <laughs> yeah. I, I get that. But the, the message that I was talking about, you know, he, he was it, saying that, you know, what do you, I guess my question is, um, what he was saying is that whenever you come into any hard situation, mm-hmm. think of the heavenly outcome. And uh, whenever you fall and hurt yourself in an injury, think of a heavenly outcome. Whenever you go, whenever this happens, when this uh, struggle enough. Uh, if you uh, struggle with addiction, seek the help of the celestial. Yeah. <laughs> to think celestial but i'm using a different phrase you know think of the outcome the better outcome you know and is there anything that you wanted to address to that or do you no i mean it i mean it sounds good (laughs) Um, (laughs) perfect it sounds good (laughs) it is a-okay nate (laughs) okay You want to oh, think uh, celestial here in a bit because I have a uh, I have to get a tube in my right ear now. Yeah, so now he he has a situation that he he you know okay um let's let's just move on to another yes. scripture real quick. Want to do so, the New Testament? Yeah, uh, was that the only Old Testament scripture that you had? Or okay, so yeah. we'll go into yeah. So we had there were two New Testament scriptures: one that Pete picked, one that I picked, that I feel like uh, kind of addressed with both of ours, both some of our stories. Um, the common theme here, uh, um, Matt. Let's go ahead and go to the earlier one. Uh, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. Uh, what our church usually goes with the, um, uh, our church goes with um, King James, the King James version. Thank you. Come unto me, all you that are, uh, who worry and are burdened, I'll give you rest. Take my oak upon you and learn from me for I gentle. Um, okay, uh, gentle and humble in heart, uh, and you will find rest from uh, your souls. 
for Mallorca's easy, my burden is light. Um, so I, uh, I feel like, and I feel like the, this goes back to the common lesson, um, that all we have to do is, there are other ways that we, we kind of have to, you know, Cody, go, I'm going to go turn this. Cody Rhodes is a professional wrestler. He gave a promo that I really enjoyed. Um, and I'm not going to give much into the background, but he, he explained his entire career um, of what he's done, similar to pushing goalposts. Um, and I feel like that everything, everything that we do, Everything that we do, if we think celestial, if we do everything that we possibly can, um, he will make things easier for us. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it will become easy. And with, and I'll go with Logan up, Logan. All the way up. Has there ever been a time in your life that you felt like when you were struggling with something, then you turned into turned to the Lord for help, and then He was able. It was He was it was able that the obstacle or the challenge was able to become easier. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, I um, <clears throat> I actually. Uh, around that same time that I was uh, taking a break from uh, the Catholic church. Um, I, I remember being in the state of Louisiana um, at a time in my life where, you know, I wasn't around family. You know, I didn't know what I was doing to be honest with you. Um, I, I remember just, you know, my, my lease was ending on my apartment you know, the following month. Um, and, you know, I kind of, I was in my car. I was just like, you know, God, like, you know, I, I need a, I need a sign, you know, I need a sign. I need to be pushed in the general direction of where you need me to go. Cause I don't know what I'm doing. And uh, I know that's probably a surprise that uh, you guys listening at home, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, you know, so I, I kind of needed a push in that direction. And, you know, I just remember God uh, making things crystal clear for me because I prefer the signs that come up and slap you in the face. You know, I'm not one for subtleness, you know. Um, I remember being on a, uh, being on my company's, uh, internal hires website later in the evening and I just see a job listing for my exact position but back home with family and I was like well if that's not a sign I don't know what is you know so I applied for it got it got the job and you know it was it was it was it was a burden I'm not going to lie to you. Being in Louisiana, 
<laughs> that sounds bad. I don't I don't dislike the state of Louisiana. It's just not where family is. And so, you know, I was in the middle of, uh, you know, nowhere for me. Uh, I had no idea what I was going to going to do next. And, uh, you know, God took that burden off my shoulders and told me, do this. And, you know, that that's what you need to do. And I did it. And uh, here I am. I don't know if I don't know if that much I don't know if that made sense. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, did. it was actually it, really good. You weren't sure on a direction, so you prayed for uh, some obvious help, some help that you felt like was obvious for you, and it went right towards the direction that you thought was that you thought was going to be a lot better for you, Juan. So now I'm going to turn to Pedro. I'm going to ask him the same question. Is there anything in your life that you felt like was um, that you were absolutely struggling with, but then you turned to the Lord for help? Um, I think I'm still struggling on it today, just with everything that's been happening for the past couple of weeks. Uh, I remember coming into the end of summer, I wanted to know if I was making the right decision on what I was going to do for after high school. I I picked a college that I didn't know if I fully believed in coming here. I I thought I was putting too much on my plate when I decided to do minor things to I guess so help and then I was I was really wanted to be a big full-time part of my youth. The youth I was I loved so much and I love those kids. Um but I think over time I got less sleep. I put a lot of stress going over everything with college and then with stuff that started happening in the college. Um I joined this group uh it's called it's called the MSC and it's a and it's a student group for college kids and I started going there and it's helped a lot because I was able to get other college kids advice and my mentor that's been there since ever 7 years I've looked up to him and he's helped me constantly sorry I don't know what to do with my eyes <laughs> I'm like, look at the camera, look down, look at the camera. Okay. I'm just going to keep looking down because I don't know why. Um, But this, that mentor has guided me and he's now at the MSC and I've, I've started going there and he's the only, he's someone I've opened up to prior about my past and it's it got so much, it got better, but I was stuck. I didn't know what was next. I didn't know what was to come. I asked him. I asked Jesus for an answer. And and I think it was just me. Predis like I I predecided mm-hmm. his answer, to for say, he didn't give me an answer yet. I I think. Yeah, so sometimes I do it. I don't know if y'all do it, but 
when you ask Jesus for a, a, like something, but you kind of predecide what he says. That wasn't the case. I predecided what he said and flipped the script like that. Um, I overwhelmed myself. I, I lost connection. I lost. I started losing my way with God, and. Uh, heart going forward. I remember when I got that, when I was talking to my pastor and that's when I thought I, I completely lost my vision. Because those kids were everything. I loved them. And it just got worse from there. I stopped attending church. Um, and then I stopped attending that group. And then I slowly got angry, frustrated, and I snapped. I was easily just not me anymore. And I opened up to the one person that I thought could save me because once I realized I was hurting people and I didn't care that I was hurting them. So I opened up to that one person that's my mentor that's been there and he helped me. He asked me to change a couple things and those things actually helped. And I'm, I'm slowly getting back to where I was and I feel great where I am now. But I know this isn't the end because I know there's more to come that things I don't understand like this right here, it is the word. But there's so much more to understand than these words that are right here. There's more to it that I need to uncover that I believe that I'm not being done used. And I just think it was time that I helped, that I rediscovered that. So. Your, the answer to your question is it's still getting answered. Okay. Still, still a work That was a beautiful testimony, Pete. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. Everybody's still a work in progress, Pete. I know you'll... We all and you know, do great things. Even we for all... me, but we'll go ahead and go to Cole first. Cole next. I just want to say this. Have you continued... If we just continue to pray, read the Bible, read the Book of Mormon, we all do these things. Well, me and Nate, most specifically. But if we continue to pray, read the Bible, share the gospel with everybody, we'll be okay. And I think a lot of it is just really sharing what we feel, how we believe, and what we think. And what I struggle with now is actually getting to and from church and just realizing that this is important, that I need to be here. And that this is the way for me. And I think with praying and doing everything that I need to, I will eventually get to a point where I can improve and learn a lot. Essentially what that means is praying, reading, sharing the gospel, <coughs> we'll continue bad. to grow. Uh, yes. I, I 100% agree with all of that. But I do want to add in uh, yes, a comment. 
Uh, you were talking about the scriptures, um, you know, Bible, and we mentioned mm-hmm. Book of Mormon. And, you know, so there's some people that are probably going to be watching this show as time goes on that are not members of a uh, Christian faith, but they might be members of a different religious faith. Like Muslim. Yeah. Muslim, yeah. All that kind of um, and, you know, the same the same message again applies to 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 the that religious organization to those people that are watching that uh to call what was what cole was saying um and you know as for me um and as for me i think it really applies to the same question you know i with all my medical complex history I don't drive, and I. It, it's the same lesson that I I feel like has been being taught. How, what is the best way to to be able to do what I need to do with my condition? How can I improve on this condition, like with this situation, because of my. Um medical backgrounds i don't want to say complications or limitations because i i don't like using that vocabulary and um but i will say medical situations um and i and i don't like using the word i don't like using the word comp uh limitations because our medical you know, we have our own medical medical history, whatever it is, for a reason. Um, which I'll address probably address on a future episode, maybe on a future thought. Some of us don't even, but some of us don't know what that situation is yet. Um. So this kind of leads into another story. Um, One day I was studying from the Come Follow Me, and I am a big uh, sports journalist. I follow everything from football, from baseball, to basketball, to hockey, to soccer, to lacrosse, to tennis, you name it. You know, I, I follow it. Now, I'm not necessarily great on recording on everything. You know, I might not talk about tennis for a while or NASCAR or whatever the case is. But I still follow it. With that being said, uh, when this was going on, the NFL, NFL combine for this latest draft was happening. And... The night before, I was um, taking notes on some of the uh, stats and things that have happened on the combine and see how that kind of affects the draft. Where I'm getting with this is, is I felt a lot of... The next morning, while I was studying for the, from the come follow me, I kept getting distracted with a lot of other things that I wanted to take care of 
And it took me a while just to study that session. And so I prayed for the Lord to pray to Heavenly Father to try to clear out some of these distractions. Um, and, and try to, I prayed to, to clear out some of these distractions. I know what the, the priority for me was at the time, but I get distracted really easily. So for me, my answer was, is that I prayed to clear out and get rid of some of these distractions and it helped it helped a lot i was able to write in my daily journal to talk about that and uh so let's move on and talk about a different scripture real quick pete you mentioned a um um a experience, uh and John, that you wanted to cover, that you felt like was important to important to your story, was it was it John or was it Luke? I believe John sixteen thirteen. Ah, yes, John sixteen thirteen. I can get to. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> All right, John sixteen thirteen. When the Spirit of truth comes and he will guide you into the truth. He will not speak on his own, but he'll tell you what he has heard. He'll tell you about the future and he'll bring you to the glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that the all that belongs to the Father's mind. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. Yeah, I uh I tried to put it up on screen but Pedro's too fast. Well, I didn't, I didn't have it ready. So I kind of like copy pasted it very quickly, but it was, it was kind of a rush job. It kind of cut off at R. So <laughs> it's kind of funny, but That's funny. That'll be a good every, everybody, everybody watching this after the fact. This is only our first episode, so uh, hopefully we get better from here. So if we were <laughs> professional, we shouldn't have looked professional. <laughs> <laughs> this is a professional podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's professional as it gets. <laughs> yeah. It's professional yeah. for a first episode. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all uphill from here, guys. Um, now, uh, Nate, I think you were the one who, Nate, I think you had a, um, a scripture from uh, the Book of Mormon, correct? B-O-M. Yes, yes, I do. And it was actually from the Book of Enos. Um, it wasn't actually a scripture because I didn't, I didn't know which scripture to choose from this. Logan, you actually addressed it in, in yours that... This and this kind of relates towards Logan's story, and it kind of relates towards mine as well. Um, and I feel like this final scripture, the reason why I wanted to do this last, is because it's a good transition into what um, our next topic is. Can you pull that up again? Yep. 
Enos prays mightily and, and gains the remission of his sins. The voice of the Lord comes uh, into his mind, promising salvation for the Lamanites in the future day. The Nephites sought to acclaim the Lamanites. Enos rejoices in his Redeemer, and then this is what happens about 420 B.C. The reason I wanted to address this, and this is where whatever whatever religious god that is listening and pete and logan you probably gonna have you, you probably agree with what i'm about to say they i'm i'm sure every almost every single religion i think every single religion there is some sort of leader in that religion um, whether it's a prophet, whether it's a pro pope, whether it's um, in almost in every single one, I'm assuming there's a general overall general leader for that specific really religion. Anyway, yeah, yeah um, and in every single case, that overall general leader is human, and that's what I wanted to address. Humans, as time goes on, we all make mistakes that we're not proud of. 100%. But the point for these mistakes is to learn how to be better and learn how we can improve as... um, Learn how we can improve off of some of the mistakes that we make. So, and you know, I, I keep wanting to go last, but I think for this one, um, you know, I'm just going to throw myself in the middle. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go, uh, just go. Let's do Logan first. Logan, okay. Is there any Logan, Logan, Logan. Cool. This, you're the one that brought up. You're on the one that brought up this topic, so I think that it's a good idea that you should you should go ahead and go first. You, you know, it's funny. I don't even know what I'm about to be asked. So, <laughs> is, there <anything laughs> is there anything that you feel like you need to improve on as as your life continues? Okay. Uh, okay. That I I guess I did know what the question was then. Um, let's see. Things I would like to. You know, I, um, you know, I always have the concern that, you know, I'm not doing enough, Um, you know, especially, you know, when it comes to people, Um, you know, I I know these guys probably uh, wouldn't be able to tell, but I'm not the most uh, patient towards people at times. We know. Yeah, I get. <laughs> um, I, I get. Anything. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm always so so pleasant, you know, to be around. Um, um, no, I, 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 all right. Yeah, I I think I just have to uh, focus on being more patient with people. Um, you know the, uh, you know, it, it is said, you know, treat. 
you know, treat others how you would like to be treated, you know, uh, you know, everybody, you know, basically everybody is a brother and a sister of Christ. Um, and, you know, whether it's, you know, somebody I know or just the, the homeless man on, on the uh, side of the road who sometimes I'm guilty of ignoring, um, you know, that could very well be Jesus, you know? And, you know, when I go up to those pearly gates, you know, hopefully, <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I will be asked, like, what, what have you done for, you know, what have you done to others? You know, how have you treated others? You know, and I got to work on that. I really do. Because um, I, I don't know 100% right now, you know, if, you know, I would get into heaven because, you know, sometimes I haven't treated people the best. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that. We'll go with Pedro. No, actually, we'll go with Cole. No, Cole. Take it away. Um, basically, uh, all I want to say is basically the same thing Logan is. I don't really treat people the best either, and we all need to. I feel like I need to work on that more. And ways that I can do that is just learning. And reading the room a little bit more to myself and also <laughs> to others. What, Pete? Oh, I didn't mean to. I meant. I... <laughs> <laughs> May I continue? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I was All right. But yeah, essentially, what I believe is we should be able to treat others how we should be wanting to be treated back. And I know that I've shown some immaturity pretty much often, but. I feel as if I could work on that and get my maturity levels up because at the end of the day, we're all going to go to what we believe in and we need to treat each other better as in general. And I also want to say this, another thing we could also improve is by prayer. And I am going to continue to say that prayer being reading the scriptures, reading the Bible, everything we all, Y'all just need to continue to do that. All right, Nate, I'm done. Let me free. Um. So I'm gonna go. <clears throat> I'm gonna go third on this. Third, and go have Pete go last. So for me, um, I, I, I talked about how my condition. Uh, I've been requested not to drive, but I also have a medical condition. A lot of medical issues which cause a lot of short-term memory problems um which means that i'd have the tendency to forget uh things you know and i'm gonna tie this into more on the, on the spiritual matter as well uh but today was honestly a perfect example of that um i was sitting down getting ready for the show and i almost forgot that I promised somebody that I was going to be making dinner. And so I went up, made dinner real fast, uh, and then went back down to go do that. Um, however, despite all of my medical conditions, 
what I tend to struggle is, is utilizing the tools that can help me with uh, some of the things that I've been struggling with, whether it's, I, you know, put that down in a planner so I don't forget, whether it's, uh, I write it down in the journal so to remember what happened that day or, you know, things like that. But what I'm trying to say is I, where I struggle is I don't, do that consistently. There might be times where I do really well at it, but then there might be other times where I don't do as well on it. And it tends to go with the scriptures and pray and all that kind of stuff as well. The consistent schedule is where I struggle. Where I, doing things consistently is where I don't do well. So go with, we'll go with Pete to last person to answer this question. Uh, Logan, you're muted. Oh, I, I just have one quick question on that. Um, what did you make for dinner? Yes, he is. <laughs> nice. Logan. All right, go ahead, <laughs> uh, I'm telling my... Uh... <laughs> <Sorry>. I'm <laughs> telling my mentor that I'm doing a podcast with you guys. Okay, so, um, what was the question? Things that you would like to change in your life to improve spiritually. That one, okay. I think I would change the fact that when I get comfortable, I tend to stop and stay. And I know when you're when you get comfortable, that that's like the worst place to be, because you should always be uncomfortable, because you're 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 doing something. You're doing something different. But when I tend to get comfortable, and I, I can say that I think a lot of churches tend to do this. When they get comfortable, they're afraid of change. That's how I, I am, and that's how I – and that's what I want to change is that I no longer set myself to be comfortable and that I'm I'm ready for change and that when something different comes to the blue, I'm ready for it. So that that's that's the one thing I want to change. I like how you, it took you a minute to get that back up there. <laughs> it took you a minute to get the four back up there. Oh, okay, but I want to let you know because I know you asked about Foursquare, Nate. Yeah, yeah, uh, I got you. Uh, four, uh, my Foursquare church is an international. Uh, ev- 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 I hate that word. I. Evangelistic Pentecostal Christian denomination. Evangelistic. Evangelistic, yeah. And (laughs) when we when we went to when I went to the to the when we were talking about it, the only reason we are under denomination and not it's a relationship is because when it was made, California had rules saying that we had to have a denomination. We had to be called something. And that was the denomination they threw out because the four squares, meaning, know that I had it up. The four squares, meaning Jesus Christ as the Savior, the Baptizer, the Healer, and the Coming Home. The four Gospels, the four squares. And our logo, our logo is three as four different squares having those pictures on there. Okay. Um. So we're actually that 
concludes most of our show, but we'll go ahead and give what is I would say what is your uh, final message on this one? Um, and I'll go. I'll go second. Uh, and, I'll, go, uh, I'll go first then. Okay. What okay. is your final message? I think the final message the people that are hearing this is happen to jump on this random podcast. <laughs> I just hope you know you're loved and that I know it may be scary at first or something you don't know or something that's different. When you walk in here, it you will be loved by everyone. You'll be loved by the you'll be loved by us. And it may be di- it may be difficult. It really will. As it, it wasn't it wasn't easy. It's not easy being a Christian. But you are loved by everybody you come to contact with as another Christian. You'll be loved, you'll find a place, and even better yet, the Lord loves you. And that's what I want to get out there is that you'll be safe. Once you embrace Jesus as your Lord and Savior, everything will change. Um, I'll go second on this one. And uh, I, my final thought is I, I, there's a podcast actually uh, that kind of helped me to come. Well, Logan was the actual person to come up with this idea, but part of what I wanted to, to get across is, there's a guy out there, he's, a, he's an evangelical, who wants to study more about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but for the exact same reason that we have, we, we, I felt like I wanted to continue on this, this message, that everybody has their own beliefs own characteristics, own, own unique likes and interests and interest and stuff like that. That's what makes us, yeah, you know, I said the word earlier, unique. Um, and it's, I feel like as time goes on, some of these differences in opinions and beliefs and all that kind of stuff, causes a lot of division and then i say time goes on it, it it's been that way for a while um but and that's the reason that i wanted to do a show like this this is the reason why i want to do do the show like this so and to tell everybody that it's okay it's okay to have a difference of opinion and than somebody else. Difference of belief system. Difference of hobby interest. Um, and so I'll go ahead and, and give this to Cole next. <laughs> what okay. is your final message? I just want to say continue believing in what you believe in and to always respect each other no matter what. No matter the belief, always respect each other and love one another. That is the message that I have. And then Logan, <coughs> can we? Um, yeah, there I, um, 
Yeah, there it, it took me a minute. <laughs> this, is, this is not a professional <laughs> podcast. This is a professional, a professional podcast. Um, so as Nate, uh, as Nate actually said, uh, I was the one who came up with the idea of this podcast. And you might have noticed also that I have been a bit quiet on this podcast. And uh, I'll go ahead and tell you the reason why is uh, because I came up with this idea so that I can learn right alongside everybody else. Um, You know, so, you know, I really hope that, you know, we can grow this podcast to the point where, you know, not only can I be educated, but we can, you know, maybe get the word of God around to other people, you know, Um, you know, me and, Pedro had a conversation at some point. I'm not going to bring up the whole thing, but basically he said that, you know, he said it well. He said that, you know, you have to bring people alongside you, you know. I, I'm definitely mucking that quote up. <laughs> but um, but he, he did say to uh, bring people alongside with you, you know what I mean? You know, to spread the word, spread the message. And so I hope we can do that with this podcast. Yeah, and I hope so too. Um, and uh, present, and to, to finish the show, I just want to include with one overall message. Hold on, uh, can I add on to Logan's real quick? Yeah, um, yeah, go ahead. go ahead. I was muted. <laughs> 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 so, uh, Logan, were you talking about when uh, I was scrolling through Instagram? And uh, I saw this video that kind of really stuck out to me. And this is when I was telling Logan about it. It was um, um, this guy, he said that he had an encounter. He didn't know if it was a dream, a thought, or just something. But it was when his time has come and he goes to meet Jesus. And Jesus, knowing his life, that he was Christian, he, he went to church. And he goes, it's, it's amazing that you're here. I, like, I love you so much. And he says, who else did you bring with you? And he looks behind him and there's nobody there because he didn't go out and share the gospel. He didn't create more fruit. He didn't go out and spread the seed to raise more Christians. And that's what really got to me when it was coming towards me not not helping people at a at, at point in time. And that's where I think Logan got that one part from. Yeah, I think that is the same one we were talking about. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I said, like um, um, so to finish up the show, uh, this has been Nate, Pedro, Cole, Logan. And just remember, you don't have to serve a mission to be a missionary. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, but 